This is why I know YouTube Shorts is crushing it. And the reason for that is, even when I search now, I've noticed my behavior on YouTube change now. I will actually like consciously look for the shorts because I know it's short versions of longer videos. So that whole kind of search behavior, I think YouTube Shorts is definitely taking advantage of that. YouTube Shorts is the number one reason why our YouTube account has grown. Like we re recently just went over a thousand. 2,000 a day. Or 2,000. Welcome to the Inbound Buzz Podcast. My name is Moby Sadiq and thanks for joining us for episode 142. Tony, my man, how are you? Very good, very good. So, Mobs, I hear um, some, you've done something to your back. Yes, so I did an F45 challenge, which is like a CrossFit type of thing. I joined a seven-day challenge. Yeah. Day two, I pulled my back. Wasn't so from Jiu-Jitsu, it was from It was from not F4. from Jiu-Jitsu, it was Damn. from F45. That's intense, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, so... Ah, it's one of those things, you're in your late 30s, these things happen, but I'm here and we're ready to go. And how have you been anyway? Yeah, good, man. Yeah, yeah. really good. 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 That, that time of the year where it's July and we're going to be talking about some, you know, like data out there that's suggesting we should be preparing for Christmas already. So that's kind of scary, but kind of amazing. But, um, but I'm good, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so news buzz. TikTok Holiday Playbook 2023. So, you know, just speaking about a few seconds ago, apparently we should be preparing for our holiday uh, sales, promotions, campaigns. And it's July, like September, like Christmas is down the corner, right? Yes, July, if you're listening to this. So, Tony shared this really cool holiday playbook, which we've been sharing with our clients. And we'll link the playbook actually, because it's got plenty of data, suggestions, strategies in our show notes, redpandas.com.au forward slash EP. 142 where you can also watch the video version of the show uh but yeah man like so uh, one one thing that was really cool so at one point you feel kind of slanted because the data is from tiktok it's going to be biased but they did reference third-party data which is really good and research shows that a study from deloitte actually found that 38 percent of shoppers are likely to start shopping earlier this year damn so it's one of those things that in terms of tiktok as a advertising medium for christmas is you know really important for the brands who mm. you know rely on christmas sales and in fact during december their view views on tiktok increased by 1.5 but what's interesting during november it increases by 3.25 damn they get 3.25 increase in views during that november period when there's all these like holiday specials and stuff running and yeah, interesting looking at the playbook, um, it's broken up, right? Provide tips and tricks, like you say, 3.25 increase, inspire thoughtful giftings from the for you, you know, like page, um, 2.6 increase. So basically it's saying like, you know, as we go throughout the end of the year, there's um, after pay sales, there's Black uh, Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas. We've got to get in front. It's not like on that day, right? We got to like advertise at least a week before those you know, mega days or things happening. Absolutely, we discussed this like very early on. You know, we had this phase where all we would speak about was TikTok, yeah. <laughs> right? But Love it. We discussed this early on how TikTok is a really big. It's like a search engine now. A lot of the younger audiences, like even my wife, she's looking for tips for stuff around the house. We use TikTok as a search engine. This is why I know YouTube Shorts is crushing it, and the reason for that is. Even when I search now, I've noticed my behavior on YouTube change now. I will actually like consciously look for the shorts because I know it's short versions of longer videos. Mm. So that whole kind of search behavior, I think YouTube shorts is definitely taking advantage of that. Mm. And also like just to kind of share, so our YouTube, to be honest, you know, like we, 
historically haven't spent a lot of time on it and historically historically we didn't do a lot there but youtube shorts is the number one reason why our youtube account has grown like we re recently just went over a thousand two thousand a day uh, well two thousand views 2,000 views a day. So Jerome, our, our video producer, is telling us, so we get 2,000 views per day. Most of that's from YouTube Shorts. And we get, I don't know, hundreds of followers per month or something. 150. 150 per month on average. Organic, so we, yeah. Organically, right? Just from content. Yeah. And the, the good thing about that is what I've noticed with YouTube channels, once they hit above 1,000, and it might be that visual, cognitive, emotional, because you go from 999 followers to 1 point something K, Hmm. It is a really good like uh, confidence cue. It's like a it's like a flex. It just it looks better. It looks yeah. like okay, it's, this is a page. It's got you know a thousand plus views or something. Yeah. So for us, YouTube Shorts has been great, and I still think there's plenty of time to utilize YouTube Shorts as a land grab, because like that that's what we do. It's working great for us. Yeah, like you have said, right? I mean, it, it didn't take a while, but it took a bit of time for us to consistently create content, produce it every week. I say every fortnight. So yeah, it does take time, but I feel like the rewards and the fruits are there. Like yeah, we're doing it. and we're not doing anything extra. Like mm. we have a very good pillar strategy. Do the do do the podcast. And by the way, if you have a podcast and you don't record the video, it's a big waste of, of time. It's a big wasted opportunity. If you just do, and I know a lot of good podcasts there. So unless you're like, I mean, even Rogan has video, but unless you're like some of these big big podcasts, right? Even four or five levels down from Rogan. Um, and you don't just rely on your audio viewership, if, especially if you're a business or a smaller person or, or entrepreneur or whatever, you need to be recording yep. video for your podcast. 100%. Because you're already doing it. You're just wasting, even if you don't have a setup like us, if you're at home, whatever, record your bloody podcast and treat that as a pillar strategy. We can cut that up and take advantage of like our very moderate results yep. of 150 followers per month and 2,000 views per day just from shorts. 100%. And on top of that, I read in our article, you, you know, if you grow that subscription of viewers, you can get AdSense and get paid. And there was an article that came out saying that YouTube is the biggest, um, you know, they pay influencers the most and it's the biggest, you know, where influencers make the most money on YouTube. So yeah, you don't want to miss it out, like you said. Yeah, it's a land grab. What do we got next? Reddit publishes new guides to back to school marketing in the app reddit new guides so i didn't know about this right I, I do go on reddit but like reddit is a big big platform in the world a lot of people go on it um this quoted reddit is the number one platform parents come to for candid and unvarnished advice i'm i'm about to become a parent a parent so like i didn't know about that but that's interesting because like there's a lot more eyes on the channel, which means, what does that mean? That means we can advertise there, you know? A lot of people advertise on Reddit, Moby, and they actually do pretty well. High conversion rate, as long as it's in the subject matter, right? You're, yeah. You know. We've got kids, uh, uh, kids. Well, we do, I, I've got kids, but <laughs> we've got a childcare client. Okay. And I think for them, it's a no-brainer. So yeah. obviously, you know, and it's not just for parents, but there are certain industries where Reddit's going to skew better. Because when you first told me about it, I'm like, oh, great, another platform we've got to get on top of. But you made a really good point mm. advertise on it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's there's also a nice little um, underleveraged opportunity for sure. When threads might get ads as user base booms. So, a few clients and people have been asking me, when is threads going to get, you know, um, advertising, um, you know, platforms and programs happening and like it's it's funny because i was like yeah they, they should be getting it soon right who who doesn't want to make money right like mark zuckerberg 
he's learning jujitsu now. He's paying for private lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark came out saying, our approach will be the same as all our other products. Make the product work well first, then see if we can get a clear path to 1 billion people and then think about monetizations. So they've got millions of um, you know, viewers on the platform, but they've got to hit a billion to start even consider advertising. But on that note, apparently there are plans to get a few kind of like brand awareness um, advertising, but that's only through uh, Instagram. So don't know if it's going to come over, but you know, that's the start. Yeah. I, I really like this for not the obvious reason. I think, you know, so you look at Facebook, you look at Meta, one of the biggest companies on earth, right? And even Zuckerberg, he's saying, we're going to make the product work first. In other words, we're gonna make the content work first. We're going to make the community work first and then thinking about monetization. Mm. So who are these little, you know, small vloggers, in, you know, content creators, who do they think they are when they're like, oh, I'm gonna make money out of this like within a couple of months. Like it's naive, it's stupid, mm. right? Like if you're an influencer, so I was thinking about my brother-in-law, I was telling you, right? He runs a page on Instagram, Instagram called Halal Burger Addict. So he, and shout one out. thing you mentioned, shout out to him. You, one thing you mentioned, he found like a niche, which was really, really smart. Now he actually does diners as well, Damn. right? And even him, he does not monetize it yet. And I've said to him, look, dude, now you're becoming a little bit of an influencer. People are inviting you to for free meals. Start offering awards. Wow. Right? Yeah. So Halal Diner, I told him to change it to Halal Diner Addict, but Halal Diner Addict winner 2023. Yeah. And then they have to pay for the rewards. Uh, like you've got to pay to be nominated and then, you know, the, the winner is based, you know, on who's the best, right? Something like that. And even if they don't pay, they're going to advertise that sticker on their wall. So the point is he obviously loves it. He's not even thinking about monetizing. I'm mm. telling him now you should monetize. It, yeah. Right. So that's for influencers. But for brands as well, like also take note when you create content, the best of the best do, or a network or anything are not trying to monetize it right away. Mm. You need to actually get that user base first, that community first. And then you're going to, the problem is people treat it as a cost center. They treat it at like paid media. They yeah. put a dollar in, they try to get a dollar yeah. 50 out. That's not the way to treat content. Interesting. Yeah, so it's about building the followers and the product base, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. If Zuckerberg can do it, why can't you do it? Interesting. Um, number four, researchers find that open AI chat GBT quality has worsened. So there was this big debate when chat GBT came out and it was like, is it producing good quality? Is it, you know, like uh, respectable? You know, like all that thing, all that stuff. And they've been measuring over the course of a few months, um, you're just measuring how much, you know, like uh, things they produce. And they were saying that the quality of ChatGPT's content is actually gone downhill. I don't know, like, is that ChatGPT or is that maybe the people using it that's producing bad prompts? I think they're just realizing that. I think it's what you said, the latter, Tony, people are just finding it. So there's been a lot, um, we just did a quick search, but there's been a lot of, uh, pushback on AI-ridden content. So CNET, a huge technology publisher, they found errors in more than half of their AI-ridden stories. Yeah, right. So a lot of publishers like CNET have come, come under fire for putting out AI content. So they've let all these writers go mm. and they're writing, they're using AI to write content. And still, and obviously they're not just using ChatGPT, they're using things that plug into ChatGPT. They're using more advanced versions of we're, what we're using. Mm. And still half of their content is wrong. So CNET specifically, they've actually hit pause on AI content for now. But that's a really good reminder, right? In terms of mm. having writers. Because you can get in trouble and even get sued if you produce 
you know, like incorrect or false news or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I, I like what you've been preaching about, like in Altea framework, you need to hire a content writer, right? You can't mm-hmm. leave it to the machines. You can't leave it to um, whoever there's like a freelance writer, right? It just doesn't work. I think people need to change their mindset and stop expecting AI to solve all their problems. And rather than treat it as artificial intelligence, treat it as artificial assistance. I like that. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it is something that helps you. It's garbage in, garbage out. Do you really rely on everything online? People don't even rely on Wikipedia, hmm. right? People even say like Wikipedia at uni, they used to tell us don't use Wikipedia, right? Yeah. So what do you think AI is using? It's using sources even worse than Wikipedia out there. So yeah. treat it as a, you know, artificial assistance, not in terms of artificial intelligence. I love that. I think you just rebranded the whole industry, artificial I think assistance. I've stolen that somewhere. I can't remember where I heard that, but, <laughs> I really but like that. that's what we should be treating AI as. Maybe with the innovation ideas. <laughs> uh, our last one, TikTok launches ad transparency library. This is cool. Marketers will be able to use the database to research information about TikTok's paid ads. So Facebook's got that. YouTube, so Google has that and now TikTok has it. And why is it so important? A lot of people I talk to always ask, you know, we need new ideas, we need new advertising, you know, like ideas, brainstorming, whatever. Even you as a strategist, you're looking for ideas. Yep. Yep. And then I speak to a lot of people that are great advertisers and marketers and they don't try to reinvent the wheel. They see what's working and they try to make it better. So having this platform allows me and my job to be so much easier what's working what's not let's let's you know so is it kind of like facebook's ad library where you just look at the competitors you yeah. can type in your competitors and have a library of all the ads they're running is it like that yeah exactly so now like your TikTok's so powerful now we can see what's working even better that's running the dates that's running so one trick we do when we're in paid ads and we want to see if an ad's working or not we see the duration of the ads how long has it been if it's been running for 30 days we know it's working if it's been running for one day, you know, that's not proven yet. Yeah, fair. All right, awesome. Well, that wraps it up for our uh, news buzz. Uh, and we're moving on to Can We Fix It? Yeah, it's been a minute. Moby and Tony, can they fix it? Moby and Tony, yes, they can. There we go. We actually can't hear it today. Uh, Jerome, our editor, is going to edit that in, but we just uh, pretended to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a minute since we've done Can We Fix It? So um, it's good to bring it back. Now, today we're talking about, we're looking at Kaplan Homes, right? So again, if you guys want to see our screen, you don't need to, but if you want to follow on with our screens, check out the video version at redpandas.com.au forward slash EP142. So looking at Kaplan Homes here, right? Now, the reason why I'm looking at Kaplan Homes is if you're in Australia, and to be honest, maybe the rest of the world, I'm not sure, it seems every other week a builder is going under. Every other week. And it's really sad, not because of the builders. Like, I mean, that's sad too, right? Some of them are scummy. They deserve to be taken <laughs> down. Um, and some of them are honest, you know, good working, uh, hardworking Australian businesses. But it's heartbreaking because of all the Australian families that use their, lose their freaking life savings yeah. to this stuff, right? So it seems to be happening all the time. Um, and... What I thought I'd do is, is sort of look at, you know, like what I would, like it's a good thought experiment, like what we would do if we actually were running a home building company. So we're on Kaplan Homes right now, kaplanhomes.com.au. And the first thing you see is a slider 
And if you're a listener of this show, you know how much I freaking hate sliders because they're a waste of time. It's a exercise in ego because no one looks past the first one. But one thing that what we're looking at now is seven star luxury homes. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Five star wasn't enough. Let's call it six. Six star wasn't enough. Let's call it seven star. It's got glitter. And it's just a carousel. And honestly, the images aren't even that nice. Like some of these places, like, I don't know. They're not, they're not that even visually compelling. Like I understand the ID. See, there's a nice one there. It's a commercial one. Like there's no, it, it really shouldn't be doing that. But what, what do you, before we talk about the rest of the page, what do you think, uh, what would you do here if it was you? Um, first of all, that seven star luxury homes uh, headline. I Yeah, like you say, I don't know like what it means in an industry. Like are people really gonna um, believe in that? Like it's a seven star luxury home. Or is having like a HIA Builders Award or something, you know, a lot better, right? Like a trusted badge. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, badges, yeah, you tell me this all the time. Badges really work. I mean, not many people know what HIA would be, right? I think we've kind of sort of heard it. Mm. But like really they should have, we talk about this. This is this is the one of the basics, right? Have a primary call to action, have a secondary call to action. So if you actually click into like designs or home and land packages, they have decent selectors there. But I would have something like, firstly, StoryBrand would really help you. So mm. StoryBrand, for those who haven't heard our episode on StoryBrand, it's about how you break through the clutter and how you have a message that's not about you. It, it's about them. Mm. It's about solving a customer or a persona's or buyer's problem. And you're doing it in a way where it, you're, t you're telling a story, like how you save their day, you know. We'll I, link in the I, show I notes for, for the full version of story brand, but it's definitely something they should look at. But for example, you know, um, it's not about you. Like it's using them language. Find your luxury or find your find your next home here. Whatever it is, right? But the point here is the messaging isn't really clear. Does, like you said, it doesn't mean anything. And I would have two call to actions here. One might be, you know, like view our homes and another one might be like product selector. Yep. You can get to it, but it's a couple of clicks. And when people are doing the tab test, when they open up, and never, you know, I encourage you to do this. If you're running a website, open up, uh, search for a search term, do the tab test, mm. have your website up there as well. And you try to think about who you would go for and why. Yeah. And the ones you're likely going to go for aren't talking about themselves. They're, they have utility there. Yeah, So I think some good, good call to actions there would be really good. But the biggest thing for me is, right, and I see this. So again, I, if, if you're looking at my screen here now, I've got another website here, Bell River. They all talk about, you know, them, 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 them. They're so good. They're so great. Go back to Kaplan. Kaplan provides big four guarantee, our big four guarantee, blah, 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 seven-star luxury inclusions, our designs. Guys, let's just go back two minutes for a second. People are losing their freaking homes. Yeah. <laughs> they are losing their freaking homes. They don't give a shit about your seven <laughs> or 28 star promise. <laughs> All due respect. Yeah. And, I, and our Kaplan Homes is a great brand, Aussie brand. I've seen them before and I hope they're around for years to come. But honestly, guys, they don't give a shit. They're worried about, is my builder going to be around? Mm. Am I going to lose my home? What happens if I lose my home? What guarantees will I have? So sometimes these builders in this building industry, I've noticed, they're adopting the ostrich in the sand strategy. If we mm. don't think about it, we don't look at it, the mm. problem's not there. The problem's there. Yeah. <laughs> People are worried, right? And if I, again, I'm sharing my screen here. If you do a quick, quick, quick Google search, don't even use any paid tools. Will my home builder be shut down? You can see in the People Also Ask section, what happens if your builder collapses? Can I insure against this? What major builder goes bust? Have Australia, like 
all these concerns and to keep the, the show short, we won't go into too much detail, but there's only one home builder. If you look into these links up the top anyway, that is actually a home builder there. One search result mm. and it was Ruby Homes, right? The rest is like from urban.com.au, yeah. University of New South Wales, you know, some advisory board, news.com, Master Builders Association. You guys need to own the conversation because obviously millions of people are searching for this stuff. Yeah. So that's my biggest criticism in terms of the messaging around these. So you're saying, um, let's start producing more content to address the biggest fears and problems right now. Um, you know, because yeah, there is a problem, right? And if they're not going to address it, why would a homeowner come to you, right? Why? Yeah. why? Like, that's like, come come the um, thing that we're getting. That makes a lot of sense. Also, maybe do they have like pricing or anything? Like just following the tail oh, framework. Oh, they do. They, they do. So if you go into designs, um, there are, I mean, there's no, they have pricing for the home and land packages. Okay. They don't for the designs, but you make a really, really good point. I think, you know, not everyone wants a home and land package, obviously, clearly. That's yep. why they have home and home and land and designs, right? But you make a good point here. Like they should actually have a pricing guide. Yep. This is a really good place. I didn't think about this until now. Like to have a calculator. Yeah, yeah, true. Right? So like, what could I be up for? Do you want, man, call, honestly, no hate on the seven star, right? I don't want Kaplan's home watching this hating me. Do you want seven star finishes or do you want our high quality finishes or do you want our standard finishes? Yeah. Cool. Do you want this, this, this? I'm not in this, this industry, but whatever it is, then it would give you a range. Yeah. Because consumers just want a range. You're going to lose the tab test if you're going to make them. Because the people who call, there's only a small percentage of people who get through and can be bothered. Mm. Most people aren't. So, um, and I don't want to hear that our competitors aren't doing it. That's the reason why you do it. Yeah. Right? That's the reason why you do these things. Not because your competitors aren't. You do mm. it because they aren't. Yeah, true. You know, to stand out, to stick out. Because right now, there, there isn't a luxury of having too many leads in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean, I, I do love the high rendered um, images and stuff. And I don't know how that's affecting the SEO. But maybe some videos, right? Like, Yeah, the high rendered photos are great. But this is table stakes now. Every builder and his dog yeah has these type of images yeah true right there, this i mean there's a crazy stuff happening we had a client before envision vr where we did a can we fix it on them once oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know, it's a walkthrough video where, like you know like it's kind of ai type of whatever awesome right so that that's not a, a feature but you may make a really good point around the video so for example a customer journey video so it's not necessarily like a, it is, it is a case study. Yeah, call it a case study, but it's a customer journey video. It's more about, and we, we like to say customer journey because yeah. the idea is they're sharing their journey. Oh, nice. And you know what you do in 2023? You double down on that factor. You have someone who's gone through that process. You know what? We were worried. We've seen our friends, family, in yeah. the news, people lose their homes, lose their deposits. And, you know, when we went with Kaplan, we were reassured that, and they followed through that their process, except whatever. How great of a marketing piece would that be? 100%. You get one customer, one customer, right? Don't go to one trade show, cancel one newsletter and one magazine that you're going to go into, spend that cost to do a video, one customer journey video, what impact that would have. Oh, but so much social proof, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also then another video would be a process video. So what's the process one would take mm. to go through this? Like if I go through Kaplan, what can I expect? Mm. You know, what are they going to take me through? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I think there's some good points because like we say, there's a lot of fears in the building industry and you know, a lot of people are losing their homes and life savings. So 
builders man got to up their game right you got to up your game and if you have a customer facing team i would recommend like doing buyer videos we just shot one now we just shot your buyer <laughs> yeah. video right yeah true so um maybe we'll link to that when that comes out but the idea with the buyer videos why we're doing at red pandas is you know whether someone's coming in from a sales experience or whether they're a customer or whether you're meeting a customer for the first time check out your bio video by the time they meet you it's such a good proxy for meeting someone and having coffee yeah a bio video is a great proxy for having a co like if you're able to have a coffee with all your prospects and customers in their early going how much better is the relationship the, the meetings and subsequent you know it's, it's not the same thing but it's a good proxy for that 100 percent because like the building industry it's a, it's a longer customer journey right so you want to build that um multi Rapport, yeah. yeah exactly be there um but that's it that's all we've got for the featured buzz and i think that's the end of the show oh, sorry the, can we fix it but that's the end of the show fantastic i love that i've worked out today <laughs> worked out it worked out worked out well um guys if you we haven't had a review for a while we still have a lot of reviews and we still have them but if you get any value at this at all at, at all please head on to itunes uh spotify might do reviews as well and leave us a five-star review if you are so inclined and connect with tony and i on linkedin if you have any ideas but um that's all from me until next time and also um if you don't know they asked you answer summit is in october 100 percent. thank you tony please attend the summit uh, it is going to be October 31st. Marcus Sheridan is coming down. We're talking AI and marketing, sales strategy, increasing pipeline. Um, I think there might be some early bird tickets still available. And if you reach out to us, I'm sure we can fix you up with some discount codes as well. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Inbound Buzz. Learn anything? Return the favor by spreading the word. Want to make your mark in digital? Need help with your digital strategy, inbound, and marketing automation efforts? Then visit redpandas.com.au and be sure to tune in next time for another Inbound Buzz hit.